Hello, my name is Brandi Hofer, your host and founder of Color Me Happy, a community podcast and book, all of which I started in my in-home studio whilst in the throes of motherhood. I am an artist, author, educator, and mother to three beautiful boys. We live and create together in our in-home studio that is tucked away in the quiet Canadian prairies. Our podcast and community was built to empower and inspire. We chat about everything from motherhood, the art world, business, and health in the most honest and authentic way. It's totally unedited and unfiltered. If you love what we do here, become a part of our free community, Color Me Happy. We have grown the community to support our members with features and interviews. Our link is in the notes. Thank you for being here. I sure do appreciate your time. Hello, welcome to Color Me Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Hofer. Thank you so much for being here today. I sure do appreciate your time. Um, This is the podcast that you need right now because I know I'm struggling with uh, self-care, mental health, and time. Um, And I wanted to help you out too because really that is my goal to support um, women and uh, creatives in you know thriving and if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not able to even swim and hold your head above water then you're not able to thrive in any other parts of your life so I brought on a last minute guest this week uh, Shauna from um, Simple On Purpose uh, Living I just added living in. It's just simple on purpose. Uh, she's simpleonpurpose.ca on Instagram and uh, Simple On Purpose podcast. She does like little 20 minute segments um, on daily and uh, my husband's calling. Uh, anyway, I want to finish this. Um, it was a really awesome chat. Uh, really useful into like taking into this really busy time of year. Uh, and then setting yourself up in the new year um, for hitting those goals in a realistic everyday way because we always talk about see your everyday ordinary is extraordinary Um, all those habits and all those daily things add up to a beautiful lifetime uh, lifetime where you're happy you're healthy you're hitting all those and and you're thriving and and you're um, you know having a beautiful life that you envision for yourself and we talk so we start with the self-care component and then we um kind of we go into um obviously that's a big topic anyway and it's self-care is such a like general word but um yeah so the things you value and then um you know things that were handed down to us as women then that we take on but also you know what are your passions what are what is your vision for your life? What is your goal for yourself? And how are you going to achieve that within um, the span of your day, uh, your daily routine in your life? So I love it. I love it. I love this conversation. I don't know why I'm trying to sum it up because it's right here happening. Um, I don't know why he called me because I hear him home above just like a quick five second call before I walk in the door. Um, so funny. Uh, that is our lives right now. Um, but I also have a free download um, for balancing your motherhood um, and career, uh, and the link is in the notes there. I'd also like to thank our support and our partners. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. Oasis Hot Yoga and Spin Studio. Every time I do this, I put up my 
my hand for so I can remember all of them. Um, BioClean Disaster Services, Nouveau Laser and Aesthetic Center, and um, Red Bicycle Communications. Um, so yeah, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Feel free to chat and reach out in our community. We have What Are You Working On Wednesdays. We are now having a Motivational Monday uh, feature as well. So get in there, share what you're working on, share what you're feeling, share anything. It's a very happy, uh, supportive community and a safe space for you. That's why we built it and in order to support you and feature our members of our community for free. And you can also, um, yeah, get that download. What else was I, I had one more thing to say. I'm really excited. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Uh, feel free to reach out at Brandy Hofer Studios on Instagram and chat anytime. Happy to answer you. Um, I'm really excited. I just announced some major goals this year on Insta that I finally hit that I've been working on for like four years with the podcast, the book, everything. It uh, came together to uh, create, uh, no, just hit my goal. That was it. <laughs> all right. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll chat with you all soon. Uh, next week, our new site will be launching. So we can't wait for you to check it out. The education educational component and the class and the support in the community is all uh, a lot bigger and brighter and there for you so uh, we'll chat with you soon my friend I'm back I actually just thought of something um, that helps with like seasons of stress or uh, times where you can't control stress and it's coming back to gratitude which people are like vomit but it's a very useful tool and I have a little trick for you in my book. So I'm going to read you this chapter. It'll only take a minute. Um, so don't worry. <laughs> my book is called Color Me Happy. See Your Everyday Ordinary is Extraordinary. You can get it as a beautiful stocking stuffer or gift or for your, a gift for yourself straight off Amazon Prime. Um, so this chapter is called I Get To. This is a practice I like to call I Get To. When you wake up, the first thing you have to do is take into account what you get to do, not what you have to do. It is simply by changing the words, being grateful through subtraction. Simply put, you didn't realize how important your right thumb was until you lost it. My mom's friends, my, oh, this story. My mom, mom's friend went, one went, oh my gosh, I can't get it out. It's funny, but my mom's friend once went snowboarding for the first time and she broke both her wrists on the way down the mountain. She was in two arm casts for months. I bet she was damn thankful when she got the use of her hands back. Could you imagine? Just think, how can you wipe your own butt? Enough said. I get to have hands. I get to use your I get to be, will be a lot different than mine, but I'm going to share mine with you so you can come onto my plane of thinking for just one minute. I get to get out of my comfortable, safe, bed that has soft sheets and the best pillow of all time. I get to be woken up by my happy sweet baby and nurse him quietly before dawn. Oh my gosh. I wrote this book when I had a baby. I miss that so much. I kind of miss it, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> um, nurse him before dawn before the world wakes up. I get to be alone in my thoughts with my tiny babies. I'm going to start crying. Oh my gosh. I wrote the best book ever. With my tiny baby's chubby hands holding my cheek as he pauses to say, I love Lou Mama. I get two moments are the most precious. I get to step out of my bed with my healthy body and I get to put on my running outfit and shoes and run my strong muscles and feel the fresh air on my face 
and the feeling of exhilaration the whole time, taking in the peace and the beauty of the world. I get to make breakfast for my special little family with the food we can pay for in our fridge and get them off to the school that is close enough to walk to. I get to spend time with my tiny baby alone because while funds are tight, we made it work for me to be able to play the role of stay-at-home parent. I get to go in my studio and have the freedom and ability to create and write and connect with the support of creatives and people from all over the globe. I get to greet my children after school when they walk home to our safe neighborhood and play with other kids while I make dinner. I get to read books and hear about all my children's thoughts and dreams in their safe beds. I get to spend time with my husband and partner, take a warm bath, read, and go to sleep. That's kind of like what my day looks like, except since this has happened, a little bit busier, but fun, but busier. When you think about your I get to's, life becomes a cup that is half full. This just really makes you ponder what I really do have and what you have to lose. What is important to me? In my podcast, Color Me Happy, I have the final quote. Anyway, that's where I'm, you're in my podcast, so welcome. <laughs> um, but I do have a final question that I sometimes forget to ask, and I ask every one of my guests, um, and I didn't today, but uh, what would your ideal day look like? And usually it's the same thing out of everyone's mouths. It's like days they're already living. So it's pretty cool. Um, and it's proof that when you strip everything away, these are our deepest desires, to be happy and healthy and to spend time with the people we hold dear, period. Start at the beginning of your day and list your I get to's below. So think about a few I get to's just now for a minute um, after this podcast or or any, it's really good to like do it a couple times a week actually if you can um, or just think about it first thing in the morning. Grateful for you to be here. Grateful for this uh, busy season of happy, healthy holidays because I'm sure everyone went through getting sick and now we're all better. So that's nice. All right. Ciao. It's been treacherous. Treacherous. Do you have kids? Treacherous. I have three. Yeah. Three kids. Oh, so you know. How uh, old yeah. are they? Um, now they're 12, 11, and 9. Oh, girls or boys? Uh, two boys and a girl in the middle. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you have three boys. How old are they? <laughs> they're uh, 9, 6, and 4. You don't you love the like math? <laughs> what? How, yeah. How old am I? What year is it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, eh, who had a birthday and whose birthday's coming? And yeah, yeah <laughs> it's a big mishmash and it's oh so much. But um, yeah, it was Christmas concert week. So then like the dress mm. rehearsal and then Christmas concerts and then Teddy's little junior K one at noon. I was just like, like I didn't even. And I love eating. I didn't even like get like I was I didn't get to sit down to eat. I just was like grabbing right. and shoving, which we all know is like it, yeah, you shouldn't get there. But it was <laughs> it's that way. So oh well. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about you and tell everyone about you. I want to know all about what you do. Sure. Yeah. So I live in a small town in BC, Canada. Um, I am a coach and a counselor. I originally started out, uh, my original career was in environmental health. So I was working as a health inspector and I didn't really love it. And then when my second kid came along, she was really like needed a lot from me as a mom. So I was like, who's ever going to take this kid 
and take care of her. Like there's no daycare in our town. <laughs> so oh, no. I quit that job. Yeah, I quit that job and I was home with like a toddler and a baby because they were 16 months apart. Yeah, sorry, we're going like life story here. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I'm at home and I just started, actually, I started writing about my my firstborn's delivery because it was an emergency C-section. And I felt like it was a really traumatic situation for me as a mom. And I couldn't find anyone to talk to about it. Like I was reading Yahoo support groups at the time. That's what we had then. And there wasn't really anyone talking about it. I was talking to like other moms and they didn't have that experience. And so a nurse, actually, a public health nurse said, you should just write out what you're going through. And I'm like, well, if I need it, maybe someone else needs it. So it made me start a blog for some weird reason. I just decided I'm going to post this. And I just I started blogging about blogging like, then. <laughs> yeah, it was blogging times because that's where I was going to right for this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I started blogging and that turned into just finding my like my voice like I had a voice I had things to say I never thought I did um it was really fun and exciting and then I went through this process where I decluttered my whole house like I realized I was really living with a lot of stuff and that turned into the blog being about like minimalism and intentional living I got trained as a coach I got trained as a counselor and so that's that's like up to speed that's where we're at today and uh, that was the journey to get here. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. And people need it. And people need not just like one reminder, but consistent and constant reminders of like habits they can pick up and little tricks or like a way to get through their day, just like anything yeah. like to hold on to. Um, so what are some of the topics that you love specifically to support people on? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, well, I guess decluttering and minimalism, it's kind of like a language that I speak because I've done it for so long. But I really love helping moms like um, find out how to deal with their feelings. Like emotional intelligence is really important where they get more awareness of how their emotional experience is impacting the experience of their life. And maybe get tools, especially with stress, especially with overwhelm, to feel like they can handle that instead of most of us think if we're stressed, we're doing it wrong. Or if we're overwhelmed, we're, it's, it's too much. And we tend to make things harder than they need to be. Like we make hard things harder. So that's, that's something that I think is a really good foundation to pay attention to. And then to get excited about your life. Like that's the next thing. We can work on all of the places that you feel stuck and worn out, but like, what are we going to replace that with? Let's get excited. And that's kind of the intentional living piece. And to me, that's really helping women identify their values, what's important to them, specifically them and not what they've been told has to be important to them or should be important to them. We're often living by values that are handed down to us from our parents or our culture, or we just, we're so out of touch with what is important to us what do we want like as a as a woman like what do i want as a woman or a mom and so really doing the work of getting excited about what you want in life and owning that mm -hmm. so empowering women but like getting to the root of like their day i guess i always know yeah. in the calendar what's to come like i'm like <laughs> that's gonna be a rough go right there i know it's yeah. coming 
and it doesn't help. It doesn't help me like get through it. I know. <laughs> you're like, this is just kind of, and you know, you're like, and I'm, I'm like, I know I'm being a jerk too. I was like, I, yeah. like yesterday I was a right. super jerk and, <laughs> um, and I knew it was going to come because when I don't, and that's the thing, just like what you talked about is when I don't, because I have figured out my passion and my values and like, I fight mm -hmm. really hard to, um, for my time with those, um, because it is an adjustment in society still today. Uh, for people to be like, like my husband, for example, like his dad started a business. No one ever questioned him on that. No one ever said, wow, you should be spending more time with your kids at home. Should you really think about uh, starting that business? Like, I think it's a little too much for you to handle, actually. Like mm -hmm. no one ever said that to him or my husband or like my husband has three kids too. Like, yeah, we, you know, and he's and but it has been like. I definitely have had to like uh, point out the equality issue several, several times. And it's like, and he is very present. So it's nice that we handle and, you know, I watch my language uh, and we talked about that on one of our podcasts with Jill Kelly, but I um, like, yeah, two days ago. Yeah. I was like being like, you know, uh, I almost said like my kids getting ready, my kids mm. ready in the morning. I was like, they are. Yeah. So I was like, I was just like, even my own language yeah. was like, you know, something that I fight so hard against. And so I was like, getting our children to school is a, you know, task mm. for both of us to whatever. I did not say it like that because I was yelling something <laughs> else, but um, <laughs> yeah. So when I don't get that time or get to like set aside that time for myself and my passions and what I really mm -hmm. want to thrive doing, because I feel like everyone needs that sense of purpose. That's why we're here. And it does go beyond yeah. motherhood. But you know right? what? Some of my yeah. friends love, they're like, I just love to do mumming. But really, they're mm -hmm. kind of like, I would always, anyway, they're, yeah, not many. They're like, I'm not <laughs> so tired. Like actually. through and through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm -hmm. it's such a cultural thing, right? I think we're on a really exciting time culturally where we are really embracing the equality within a family unit that our parents never had to. Like, I, if you think of your parents, I think of my parents, and they still had those typical gender roles and expectations like um my mom she developed early onset dementia my dad started taking care of her and that was an interesting thing to see him sweeping and vacuuming and making meals when for so many years that wasn't his his role but now with modern like family units there's an expectation that the dads are involved the dads play with the kids the dads they're not babysitters you know like we are bringing the standard up to here and it feels like a really tricky time for us to all navigate it like how we we notice the differences we notice the contrast between who's doing what in the family and especially as women we notice like god my husband's like oh i went to the dentist scheduled something in the google calendar and they were so impressed that i was using the google calendar and Fuck. i was sitting on the couch with one of my girlfriends and we're like well good for you <laughs> no one's saying oh look at that mom with her google calendar 
yeah, she's such a good mom. Not. My yeah. friend sent me like a reel of a dad painting with his kids and it was like 25 million views. And I was like, just so you know, like I, all my posts are me painting with my kids yeah. for the, the last decade. No one cares. Right. <laughs> right. But this one dad painter yeah, let his baby dad. touch his painting. Yeah, he is amazing. Like he is yeah. a phenomenon, apparently. <laughs> but you know, with your dad and your parents' dynamic, that was out of necessity. And I feel like mm. now with the way of like balancing time, it is out of necessity. Like mm -hmm. we are both business owners. My goal was to surpass yeah. his yearly annual income and I finally did it. So both our businesses are very yeah. important and they support our home. And like, you know, his did more when we were, when I was like little, little kids, like my last mm -hmm. one's four, which I still consider like, I still have little kids. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so we're just getting out of that stage. So I'm a, uh, like, I have a little, I actually, no, I don't have time. I make time. I don't have time. I make so much time to do what I do because yeah. I just have very important goals. And uh, that is okay. But it is out of necessity in this time that everyone needs to pitch in, you know, where, um where wherever you want really I feel like the mm. first year of living together is like setting those boundaries of like I really garbage grosses me out how about that yeah <laughs> or you know what I mean like yeah totally what advice would you give for um someone who is like and this is okay one more thing Melinda Gates's book is so good um i think it's called moment of lift she has statistical data from 20 years so come on gates they have data um they got data here. right they've got <laughs> accurate data women have uh in different parts of the world 30 to 60 percent more unpaid labor than men so unpaid labor mm -hmm. as in unpaid labor care, cooking for, cleaning accounting yeah. in the home whatever it is right mm -hmm. like um yeah cooking and cleaning which that takes up a lot of time because that's all that humans do yeah <laughs> they live and they eat so yeah and uh yeah so i i feel like it's there's a there's a period of adjustment and you know we're mm -hmm. kind of all navigating it is there any tips for a, a partnership to like try to figure out that Mm -hmm. Yeah, and most people are going to call it the mental load, right? The amount of stuff that the manager of the home has in their head, like who has to go where? What do they need to bring? Are we out of toilet paper? What are we eating? Like all of that is like mentally, mentally cluttering our brains. And yeah. if you can feel it, like you feel the tension in your head and in your shoulders and your neck, like it's just so much. Um, so if one thing that helps me personally when I'm feeling like that overwhelm is to write it all down, like to just brain dump it. But as far as the partnership goes, I think it's a really interesting question to ask yourself, how did you decide who does what? Who like when you started living together? Did you sit down and have a conversation? Generally, no, we don't sit down and have conversations. People just plunk themselves into roles and kind of like pick up on the cues of someone else about what's going to get done. And then we try to send a lot of cues about what needs to get done without actually communicating 
what we would like support with or what we don't want to do or what we do want to do. And I think that's when you realize that you kind of set things just on default on autopilot and now you're frustrated with it, it's not working for you, that mm -hmm. you don't have to be mad about it. You can just say, all right, we've never actually talked about this as a couple who does what. And if you bring in more kids into the family system, the family system needs to be reorganized. Like we need to have another conversation when we have another kid or there's a change that happens. You go to, you change your work hours, you go to school. Like we need to have another conversation, revisit. When I started going to school a few years back, it was a kind of a time where my husband works a week on, he's home for a week. And it was, it was a commitment that we made as a family that when he's home for the week, he does it all. He's, I don't have responsibilities. I work during the day, the evenings are for school and he's gonna take care of, you know, the cooking and the cleaning for that week. And then when he's gone for the week, it's back on me. But we had to have that conversation because it was going to be a big adjustment. And I mean, it, it's not always easy. It's not always pretty because like some people are still stuck in those traditional roles of what they were grew up seeing, of what they expect their partner to be doing and what they expect themselves to be doing. And if they don't have awareness that they're relying on that template that they grew up with and they think that that's what's normal and expected and their partner thinks something different like that has to be a conversation as well yeah i love that um i really like what you said about mental load and clutter in the brain and why i kind of reached out to you was I was just losing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I saw you had commented um, something nice about my art, which was so mm -hmm. great. Thank you. And then I, I that was the first time I noticed you. That's just how social media yeah. works. And then I was like, I know, oh, totally. yeah. I am feeling so overwhelmed right now. I would love mm -hmm. a chat with Shauna. And um, I feel like if I'm feeling this, everyone else is probably feeling this way at this particular mm -hmm. point in the year as well. Um, when, you know, it shouldn't be so hard all the time, but when we are feeling that mental load and I did, I took my like body massager and took an hour of, and everyone knows on my podcast, I like share everything, but <laughs> <laughs> in a toilet but finally i was like my husband's like because we kind of like it's like thursday or friday is our time together our yeah, intimate yeah. time uh and which we've talked about lots on my podcast with like pleasure <laughs> coaches and stuff um and uh yeah darcy is so great she brought on toys last time so everyone knows that like uh, we have yes. this, like a lead up to that and but this morning or that morning i was like there's absolutely no way and i had like mm. the whole concert school work uh online stuff like it was like there's no way that was happening but then he took my other two to like our see i did it again our other two, other <laughs> two our other two kids to the concert and then i put teddy to bed and then i had like i had been i didn't realize how tense i was so i had a nice mm, warm right? bath and i used my body massager and like worked out my and then by the time he got home he put the our other two kids to bed and um then i was like i i'm fine and i'm fine because i took an hour and a half to myself 
got yeah. relaxed and I'm ready. Let, let, yes. And it was amazing. Yeah, right? And I felt yeah. it was one and a half hours of self-care time of like, just not, and it helps your relationship. It helps you to reconnect. Mm. It helps yourself. You don't even need to add the sex part after. You're right. The, I mean, like, it's a perk for sure. that. It was a perk <laughs> and um, that releases endorphins too. And it yeah. connects you with your partner. So do you want to talk about, um, you mentioned like writing it out, but tips on like a whole, your whole every advice on, because I, people will just, they need it right now. Mm, yeah. On the overwhelm, the overwhelm, is that what you mean? Yeah. With holidays coming yeah. up, everyone's like, oh, I need to get that. And I need to go here and I need to order that. And yeah. I need to wrap this and I need to get the kids to that. And like, it's insane. It is insane. And when you were describing, like, it's one of those days where it was so busy, that's going to be my day to day. And I'm like plotting and planning. And then maybe I'll go to the grocery store there and then maybe I'll pick up fruit because I have to make a fruit salad tomorrow. All of these things. And I know I'm going to be eating like Lara bars today. And that's going to be my day. It's going to not be pretty at the end of the day. I'm going it's hard to, to be with present. Eyes wide open. It is. Yeah, right? It's hard yeah. to be present. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting thing to bring into a conversation like this is our window of tolerance. And that's like a window where we feel like we have capacity and we feel like we can handle things. You know, when you feel I'm good, I'm in a good place and your kids do something crazy and you're like, of course they did something crazy. Like <laughs> they're kids. But if you're out of your window of tolerance, <laughs> you're like, ah like lose it right and then you feel gross as a mom and all of this stuff so we have this window of tolerance where we can just handle things but there's things that push us out of the window of tolerance not sleeping not feeding our bodies like not nourishing ourselves emotional stress grief that we haven't dealt with physical symptoms any kind of illness all of these things can push us out. Like if we go up above the window of tolerance, we're hyper aroused and we are getting things done and we're snapping and we're like, oh, like just a lot of frenetic energy that's really reactive. And we're just trying to like deal the best way we can. And then what often happens is we're up here, we're up here, we're doing all the things and then we crash and we go to hypo arousal where we tend to shut down a little bit. We kind of numb out this, you might see yourself just like on the couch scrolling and it's pseudo rest. It's not actually rest. You say I'm, I'm being still, but you're not actually refreshing yourself. Like you, the example you had of going and just like relaxing your whole entire body intentionally, like mindfully, that's actual rest, right? That is self care. That is taking care of yourself, but not like self comfort where we just tuned out and we just need to, do something that's going to distract us or make us think that we're doing something we enjoy. And generally we turn to the phone, right? It's so easy. It's designed for that. And we lose time on the phone and then we end up feeling even worse. Like, what am I doing with my life? Look at my screen time hours. So the overwhelm, I think it's really good to pay attention to where you are on this window of tolerance. Are you in your window of tolerance? Are you above it? And you're starting to get like stress response kind of like that flight or fight or are you going down into the freeze i think those are really important things and most of us aren't paying attention to how we're feeling throughout the day we only really pay attention when it gets big 
when it gets too much. And that's like a, a step one with most people that I work with, men or women, is paying attention, checking in with yourself throughout your day. I would recommend people set timers on their phones even. And when I had all my kids at home, because they were really close together, they were like all three and a half years together. The, the, oh my gosh. Kind of day where I was like, Are you okay. I it was like crash every day, together. probably. I remember crashing every day at three. Like there was no, three? yes. Yeah, there was yeah. no like, maybe I'll take care of myself better. And like, it was always three o'clock. Like I was, yeah. I was like, I'm done. Which is then you're like dinner and, and now what? So it's just so, and that was the time of day. It's so interesting you say that because at three o'clock, I started every day going into my bedroom for five minutes and just listening to like a meditation of some kind. Five minutes, I had to check in with myself. And I started just adding it more like I'd be having the kids in the tub and I would stop and I would like just check in with my body. Like that was just a habit cue. Like when the kids are in the tub and you're like sitting here watching them, check in with yourself and I would be like what do I need I'd always ask myself what do I need right now do I need to go to the bathroom because you know we don't even like mentally check in that we're hungry or we have to go to the bathroom like we are just we're like ahead and then there's the body and we're not connecting the two anymore and so all of these emotions because emotions live in our bodies right all these emotions are like swirling around and piling up and piling up and trying to get our attention and then finally they get so big and we're like, oh, it's so overwhelming. And now I'm paying attention. But if we do it a little bit sooner, check into those super low level emotions, like you can get there. You can get there where you can be like, I'm feeling a slight irritation right now. And it's making me act, act in this way because that emotion, it's going to keep talking to you until you pay attention to it, really. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. I loved nursing. I loved nursing because um, like at like busy, like like dinners or whatever, I'd be like, oh, the baby needs to eat. I gotta go <laughs> yes. to the dark. Yes. Like I, I wasn't afraid to nurse in front of people, but I also just love that like quiet room, dark room with the sound machine on. Like it was yeah. amazing. I feel like everyone yeah. should find their dark room with the sound machine. Or <laughs> today I, I know I have to rock out like an intense amount of editing and computer work. So I'm like, you make sure at 2.30 you go on a little, like a 15 minute walk, nothing crazy. Mm, so good. Just go walk, you know, mm -hmm. I went running yeah. already, but like, I know I need that check-in. And then I'm traveling to a hockey tournament and the kids like kids right? are home from school. And, like, you know, it's yeah. like, it's going to be, but like, I have to like get work done before I go. So I'm like, make sure you just like walk and go get so good yeah. and chill the yeah. F out because we don't want to have a yesterday occurrence again. <laughs> and I'm excited because I only am taking one of our kids on the weekend. And one of the moms is like, ah, I have to go by myself. And I was like, ah, oh, I can't wait to go by myself. Yeah, that's the <laughs> like, <treat. laughs> Yeah, like one yeah. kid, dream. And Easy. I actually do yeah. a lot of work trips alone, which I too mm. really love, like that are happening. Uh, now and it is hard for people to get used to like i've been like questioned like mm. what are you doing and i'm like my husband leaves like on seven boiler game like right. nights a year <laughs> like i can go for work and or yeah. even if it wasn't for work i can go book a hotel at like a city two hours away because i too live in a kind of smaller ish place and go for a nice mm -hmm. dinner 
and then come home totally recharged and like normal again. And it's yeah, those moments like I I love like you know checking back in in a day. Like you have to do that upkeep like all the time as a routine Mm -hmm. sort of um, habit that you can just work in. And um, I read a book every morning to remind me to be present, Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) with my oatmeal and my tea. Like I'm like, read your book so you get reminded of that. But and Mm -hmm. it's funny because it's a money mindset book, but it has like advice about being present and I love it. Uh, but, um, overall, I feel like, you know, you should treat yourself. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. And like Brandy, what made you give yourself permission to do that? Cause I'm, I know from working with women that that is a sticking point. Like if I, it's, it's selfish or like, I have to do all these things. I'm a martyr. Like, it's so great that you have all of those habits in place, but like what made you, what helps you do that? Um, I'm so stubborn. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like the most stubborn yeah. person. So is my hu- partner and husband. He is very stubborn too, but I win for most stubborn in the house and all my children are stubborn. So you could see how like the dynamic of our home is like, uh, no one wants to do something anyone else has asked ever. But, uh, I, yeah, like it's just, it's part of it's part of I think um, self worth. I would say mm-hmm. like I've done probably six years of I and honestly it was the money mindset for books for self worth. Uh-uh. Um, you know that first of all I deserve to thrive in my business and I deserve money and in order to be my best self and to help others because I really love giving back. Um, and uh and 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 that helps with growth too but like mm-hmm. it's like i i love going out for dinner and i can't do mm-hmm. that here because we have kids and i can't eat really anywhere here because i have a ton of intolerances and and i i just it's just like i really love doing it and in order to number one afford to be able to go out for a night like that's probably like mm-hmm. with hotel like five hundred dollars right. for sure or gas like seven hundred dollars yeah. right like, right yeah so it's like i deserve it i want to i and usually i throw some work in there because i actually love um i love what i do so much that i'm really mm-hmm. actually obsessed with it so i think it comes back to what we said in our earlier in the conversation is like identifying your values and what you want and i want to paint murals and i Mm -hmm. want to you know have business meetings and i want to show in the gallery and have an opening so then i also get to go out for dinner and stay in a nice hotel because it's a write-off like i love that two birds one stone thing like I want to go mural around the world and Europe or whatever, and I'll get to go on a cool trip. And uh, my last trip, I bid on a trip to Montreal while I got flown by another company. Like I want to grow and do these things. And if I didn't have, if I don't have that time, if I didn't have that drive, um, and I think it's a really good example for your children, I'm not happy. Like, I'm not my best self. You're not your best Mm -hmm. self if you're not 
number one, like self-care, like that. Oh, what did, have you seen the, sorry, I have a little bit of a brain that jumps around, but the Stats so, documentary, yeah. <laughs> Stats, the pyramid, I yes. love that as like a visual example of, mm. um, in order for me, so he had like three tiers in the pyramid, like self-care and like, just like surviving. And yeah. like, that's down here. If you're not like, if you're not taking care of yourself and, and simply like, so that comes with knowledge about food and um moving your body and mindfulness mm -hmm. and like i worked really hard in that area so hard mm -hmm. in order for the other stuff to like grow and you know be your best personal self mm -hmm. um i feel like that was like the tip of the pyramid was the tip of the iceberg in that documentary like they just you know showed some of the stuff that works as you know as a counselor like there's so much more mm -hmm to it and of mm, course they didn't talk right. about a woman's mind at all so yeah right? yeah um it's a bit more jumpy aroundy and and like uh multifunctional as in like how mm. many things like i'm thinking while i'm talking to you you know and right yeah yeah and not many people are are capable of of doing both i'm barely capable of it anyway um yeah do you want to talk about like an example of your own example and your practice for that sort of same concept because i have my own concept in my book and i call it building mm -hmm. blocks of, of the foundation mm -hmm. of growing into who you are oh yeah i i just love that you shared that because i think it's so inspirational to see a woman who's like this is my passion this is what i'm called to do i'm gonna seek it out i'm gonna make goals around it and your goals are specific your goals are like empowered by your bigger vision so often we're like oh i need to like change my life i'm just gonna run a marathon and that's a goal that someone sets but doesn't satisfy the big picture that they actually have for their lives because they probably don't know the big picture that they have for their lives and that's so important right like where are we going where am i going where am i taking myself where what's my destination where do i want to be going with everything so important to get really specific because when you're specific on your big vision you can start habits that are going to move you there pro projects and you're more likely to give yourself permission to do those things and it's so like the pyramid thing it's there's like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and stuff and the basic is like the basics of survival and as moms we're probably like what are my needs what do i really need i don't need time away i don't need to exercise i don't really need to eat i'm just going to drink protein shakes and substitute actual real food with the liquid like we're betraying our actual physical needs we're downplaying them and for what right like that's the interesting question where did you learn that where did you learn how to meet your needs where did you learn what your role is as a mom what's okay for you to ask for what is a valid need what constitutes a need if you grew up hearing like oh that doesn't matter or you don't get that or something it's really hard to say okay I, yeah that's that's wrong like i actually have that need it's a real need like i validate my body's need for three meals a day or something like that or or time away like i validate that for myself I think the passions part, sorry, I'm gonna go all over the place too. I think the Do passion it. part of motherhood is interesting because we're told that we can pursue our passions if we make money or if it serves other people. Like what about a mom who just wants to do something on a Sunday? 
like me and my daughter during COVID, we would bring out all of the stuff and cover the tables and we would paint on a Sunday. I'm not like, no one's buying my paintings. I'm not starting an Instagram, like none of that. You feel the no. pressure too, right? You feel like, oh, yeah. I have to, should I, I blog about something. this all? <laughs> <laughs> should I blog? Can I make this content? Can I Instagram this? Yeah, yeah it, that's the whole other side, right? Of being online. It's you feel like your whole life has to be content. But as a mom to just, experience the joy of being mediocre at something and just doing something because it feels like you're in a flow like you're passionate about it it brings you presence like art brings you so much presence music painting like nature like that calls you in it draws you in you have to be present with that kind of stuff so that can be an uncomfortable situation as well um but back to the basic needs when we are sleeping like you know, if you've had a baby and your oh sleep suddenly disrupted, like number one, like it's number one, number right? one. It's, yeah. It's yeah, absolutely. It should be your number one goal every day. Mm. Like, yeah, there's to nothing. Sleep well. This, like, seriously, like you, oh, you can go temporarily insane if you don't sleep. Or... <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I want data, and I wonder if anyone's done this. Sorry to interrupt you because I yeah, know go. you have more to say on this, but I want data of, because we have time change, right? Mm -hmm. I want data around when they shift that because every year people get so sick. Mm -hmm. First of all, it's Halloween, so mm -hmm. that doesn't help the sugar. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The fucking time. And then yeah. everyone gets sick for like three mm -hmm. to four weeks, like everyone. You could just like yeah. look at school absences like you could just pick up that data, like or hospital increase in sicknesses. Like mm -hmm. um, it would be quite easy to pick up the data on every year when the time changes. What happens? And the government should stop <laughs> because the government should every stop year. Yeah. You even have to ask a nurse, a teacher, or a parent, and they'll know. Like no, mm -hmm. every year that's a terrible time of year. Yeah. Well, stop changing the terrible, time yeah. and adjusting yeah. everyone's cycles because it throws everyone off. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on that team too. Like, let's do away with it. And, and I know there's some data about like, when we're inside more and it's winter, like just from my health inspector days that when we're inside more and the air isn't fresh and we're sharing all of these spaces, hand washing. And that, so I think that's just double like a layer on there that if the, if the daylight was different, would we be outside more? You know, if if we had the opportunities to be outside when we're actually awake, we're not like up. Maybe some of us are up at five or six in the morning, and the time changes for morning people. I think not for like people who don't want to get up that early. Farmers, they're like our kids up Old farmers in the dark. I was like, is that the only reason we change the time? Is so the kids yeah. don't have to get them some flashlights. Like, totally. like yeah, they'll love it. They'll yeah. play with their flashlights while they wait for the bus. <laughs> You yeah. know, is that the only yeah. reason? And then they can I come feel like in it's the not a legitimate argument. And I see it a lot still. My kids don't want to wait mm. for the bus in the dark. I was like, that. So the whole country, except for what? <laughs> Saskatchewan. And that's where all the farmers are. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Even they, even they know. Anyway. Yeah. yeah I, but I feel like September's that time almost, like where we're all inside again. And that's right, the back to school. time in November. Yeah. We've already, so 
oh, it's just, it's something else and it needs to stop big time. Yeah. Um, but sleep is number one priority. Um, mm -hmm. I had a whole chapter in my book. My husband is like a steady mental, like I'm the one who's like, you know, passionate, we'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> expressive exuberant uh argue, argumentative uh yeah so um uh headstrong that's a good word for that uh, my word. husband is very steady uh and the birth of our third um so he carried on with like thinking he could like watch hockey play hockey at night like do whatever he wanted till one in the morning get up again at six or seven for work and by our third child and we were getting up a ton he had like a a snap and it was a and mm. he was grieving you know oh and like around that time like you feel those feelings again when you don't ex you least expect it and they come in waves mm. and he had like a mental snap where and still like he's just coming out of it. So our third born is four now. Yeah. So he's just coming out of sleep anxiety because it would be like a cycle of like, I'm not falling asleep. And then I'm worried I'm not right. going to get enough sleep. Right? Oh, totally. So yeah. sleep can like affect your whole mental being. And then, yeah, he had to get a little bit of Ativan to help. Like it's just mm -hmm. like, it's it's insane. So like get into that habit of like your window of bedtime i feel mm -hmm. like you know when do you because i i remember a time where i would like go past 10 30 or 11 30 when the kids were still getting up a lot and i would get like restless legs all night if i mm -hmm. didn't hit that yeah. window right so sleep is like yeah. number one and then i would say like getting outside and mm -hmm. or moving your body in any particular way is number two which yeah. is hard for canadians but hey i do it all year and i live in yeah one, like minus up north like obviously um where yeah. they like really can't they do though <laughs> but like it's like different. Uh, yeah it's impressive but like yeah. if i can get outside in minus like 35 or 47 degrees celsius you guys can put on some gear and goes mm. goes even sledding with your kids is exercise and walking oh, with so them fun. and yeah. getting like yeah super fun. well we have no snow i don't know about you guys <gasps> you don't still oh we got we snow still, here yesterday. it's a yeah. phenomenon oh. because last year at this time they had already hauled away snow hills from our crescents like that mm. people had piled up with bobcats so Crazy. they had already cleaned like a round of snow out like two weeks ago. It would have been at this. Yeah. And now we mm. have none. It's, it's odd. I don't want to talk about it because it's yeah. depressing, but right. <laughs> yeah. sledding with your children and like making that, I even took my muraling harness. We had like a tiny little, like a little blanket that if we could uh, GT, I put on my muraling harness and hooked up the GT and went walking <laughs> with them hooked up to my harness oh my and like I, I was like I'm a, I'm a snow yeah. dog and like they loved it <laughs> they thought it was so funny yeah. um so you can make it fun and you can make it just for you too to sneak out for a little quick loop and uh mm -hmm. whatever it is or if you're in a city walk to your favorite coffee shop anything mm -hmm. to get anything to take care of yourself yeah what's your advice around that yeah there's something about moving your body about that especially walking about that forward motion 
where all of the emotion, because emotions are a biological response. We have emotions for a reason. Every emotion is trying to tell something. It's an indicator. And our job is to listen to that emotion and respond to it in a healthy way. Usually we've been modeled the unhealthy ways of responding to our emotions. So responding to our emotions, like I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's unhealthy ways to respond to overwhelm, but then there's healthy ways. And movement can often be one of them because even just the forward motion of moving your body forward, your body is like, okay, we're doing something. We're doing something about this. And that can just help process emotions. It's so, it's so underrated. And I hate having to tell other moms like, how active are you? That's really important to your mental health. There's so much science about what happens when we contract our muscles and the chemicals that are released. Like there's so much science around it, but no one wants to hear like, oh, you should just move more and you'll feel better because it's not that simple, right? But it does really, really, really help. It's been one of the most like devastating things for me to learn is, oh, I have to actually exercise (laughs) to feel better. But now I turn to it. And another part of that is you create a new pathway in your brain because we are dopamine seeking. We want things that make us feel better, that give us that sense of reward. And if exercise doesn't naturally give you that sense of reward, if it's like, ugh, and all of this heavy emotion attached to it, you know that there's no like reward pathway made for it. But if you're someone who's like, no, exercise makes me feel better. Like I want to do it. I prioritize it. You know, you've created that pathway. You know, you've done the hard work of being uncomfortable, of not really doing what you wanted to do. And there's a really good book called The Finish Way. And it talks about this word called Sisu, which is a Finnish word for just having that like grit and endurance. And they contrast being in a cold weather culture and doing things like winter swimming and gearing up and getting outside and how it doesn't stop them. They just manage it. They prepare themselves. They dress for it. They go out anyway. And then sometimes in our North American culture, we can be like, oh, it's too cold to go outside. And we start to like be, stay comfortable, just stay comfortable, stay still. And we're not really helping ourselves then, right? So exercise, it it is so important, just movement. And I don't think it's like, like hibernation like of hour. depression every year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like hibernation season. And I think there's something beautiful about like getting cozy and and enjoying that. But also knowing like I still need to move my body. Even 10 minutes. Like I bought a $30 yeah. treadmill on I'm Facebook. On a one hour spin no. class. And then yeah. you're so tired after that you can't do the rest of your day. Like totally. Or yeah. like signing up for that, whatever. It's just like nothing, like little tiny. Yeah anything keep it simple yeah keep it like fun simple like can you put on one song and have a dance party for three minutes solid like just start where you're at don't expect yourself to get a gym membership and go to the gym three times a week for an hour those like unrealistic only stick to you for like 15 to 30 days things you're like i surely if i buy that i will definitely start showing up like or yeah yeah, you said you got a treadmill yeah it was like $30 it's there's parts of it that don't work but the parts that do work are the parts I need you know (laughs) and it's in my basement I put a show on the iPad 20 minutes you know I don't even have to run I just like walk at a good pace I feel like I feel the sweat that's a weird thing because I had never been like physically active for a lot of my life a lot of my self-care was born 
out of the desire to not develop dementia like my mom has. Um, it was really fear-based at the time. Like I would be running on the treadmill and just like, like, oh, I can't let this happen to me or prioritizing sleep. And it's definitely gotten to a place where this is more about just caring for my body and appreciating myself for caring for my body and how I feel after. But that was my initial motivation was I had to read the science. I had to know how to prevent dementia. So I was focusing on food. I was focusing on sleep. I was focusing on exercise. But that actually helped me establish these things in my life. So I'll just go down, you know, like a good 20-minute walk is great. And that just, it, it gives you a sense of ownership. When you do things that take care of you, when you physically do something with your own body, you feel like, okay, I'm the one in control here. Like, I don't have to live my life on autopilot, just reacting to everything and everyone else. Like, I'm proactive. I'm doing the things to take care of me because no one else is going to take care of you. No one else is going to, like, spoon feed you soup and tuck you into sleep. Like, sorry, no one else is going to get you out for a walk. As parents, we do that for our kids. Self-care is really parenting ourselves in a way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why people, I don't advocate for getting a pet because like I can't get a pet because like my life can't have a pet and it, it could yeah. but I don't want it to um right. that's why people with dogs live a really long time because their dog yeah. is so annoying that it makes them go over <laughs> and I'm out on our path um without a dog but mm -hmm. I can tell you 90% of those people out there are with their dogs so yeah. You have to go out a couple of times, uh, well, depending on your dog, but yeah, I guess you have to go out, uh, you know, um, good point. Yeah. and it makes you do that. That's the only reason I would want a dog. I have to make friends with people who like have a dog. We're like, Hey, your dog want to go on a run with me? Like, yeah. <laughs> Can I borrow your dog? <laughs> I was at, uh, same sort of thing. Like in my twenties, I would like go really, really hard. Actually, even into my 30s a bit, I, I would say two years ago when I started learning about women's hormones and um, having balance, and I read a really good book called Fix Your Period by Nicole Jardam, and uh, it was specifically about natural ways of maintaining your hormones and mm -hmm. what signs and symptoms like, you know, thinning hair or like having regular yeast infections or whatever. That means uh -huh. estrogen is high, you know, so yeah. specific like problems. And then how do you fix it? Or what food you should eat up while you have PMDD or PMS symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you're feeling very like, you know, you're reaching for salty and sugary foods. So what you should eat is like sweet potatoes and, you know, beans and lentils. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're not craving those um you know, stuff that doesn't actually help you and it yeah. increases your hormones even more. So knowledge is power. I love, yeah. I love yeah. learning about that stuff, but I feel like when you have, like you said, you were learning about dementia, like when you have an issue that you're trying to solve, that is great motivation mm. to yeah. take care of yourself. You're like, yeah. I don't, you know, so, um, my mom, yeah, my mom passed away when she was 56. So like, um, but of course she smoked and she had lung cancer, but that's not mm. the only, you know, issue. Mm. And, uh, so I think it, it motivates you to like, how, how can I live the longest? How can I take care of myself? How can I live my best life? Because obviously, uh, moments mm. are fickle and fleeting and we only have yeah. so many of them. So, um, 
I, I was at that point where I was like killing myself exercising and then I would crash and I couldn't function throughout the whole rest of the day because I was like going so hard. And so I read that book about, you know, um, women's hormones specifically. And she said, you know, unless you're used to high cardio, your body's like going to give you the mm. opposite release of the stuff. So yeah, I like started really instead of running really hard, but like taking walk breaks and um, like going with what I could not like, you know, running a marathon or training for me. That's not for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, that's not where I'm going to prioritize my time. Now I like carry seeds in my pocket and like <laughs> eating the birds. Like, I literally did that this morning and they come to my hand and like I have a routine because I think it's absolutely magical that they will mm -hmm. they'll come without seeds. And then I yeah. was like, I got to bring like a Disney princess. Seeds. I feel like I'm teasing them. I'm just standing there expecting to be surrounded and they do. And they're cute little chickpeas and it means a lot. It like has some, some mm. uh, symbolic meaning for me, but like mm. I run to that spot cause I like feel so good there. And I thank yeah. the mother earth. And I always think of my mom mm. because of the chickadees. And so like, what is going to fill your cup? And I love yoga and dark spaces because that mm. like shuts down your mind and it's totally for you. Yeah. So you have to find those things that like, you know, you're not, we're not saying to, you know, push past what, what you can do. It's just like your thing for you and it's yours mm -hmm. and no one, you're making that time for you and no one's going to take it away from you. Like mm. that, you know, book it into your Google calendar, have a family shared calendar, whatever it yeah. is, like write it down. Um, oh, I wanted to talk about sorry we're running out of time but this is a great time of year I know uh, I talked about like why I do what I do but like I I did something really funny this year with my goals I wrote them out and that's a very every time I write them out they're very realistic I really mm -hmm. always achieve them like I rarely like you know one of my goals actually took me four years longer than I thought but that's okay. Yeah. I kept writing down and yeah. <laughs> I finally did it. But this year yeah. I took them with my sons. I wrote a letter to Santa and I thought that was really cute. And I put uh -huh. it in the mail. I was like, dear Santa, I would like this year. Um, all of these things. And it was just like a fun thing to do. And it was a fun thing to do with the kids. And um, I will probably get a letter back, you know, like that. All I the hope kids so. Get. Yeah, Santa writes you back. <laughs> yeah, Santa will write me back because I don't know if you've yeah. done that with your kids. You always get a letter back, but and you yeah. don't have to post. You don't even have to pay for postage. So this is a free, goal oriented. Right, <laughs> ask Santa for what you want. But, yeah, all uh, the moms are gonna eat. Right, Santa. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like this should be a new movement every year. Right, Santa. <laughs> yeah I think it's it's fun and it's cool and it takes like the pressure off of it being like this daunting like oh I wrote those goals down um and my tip mm -hmm. for reaching those goals and I want to hear yours is uh the tiny little things every day toward your goals because mm -hmm. if you're like it becomes very overwhelming when you ask mm -hmm. for those things but like uh, I wrote my book in, and 
I wrote it in like 15 to 20 minutes of writing a day. And then of course the editing process like took a little bit more dedication, yeah. but it was just like mind dumps. Like I thought about, like I'd be running in those like downtimes of my mind or I'd be doing yoga and I was like, oh, I have a story, an idea for a chapter. Right. And I like run home or make a voice memo and like mm -hmm. write it out, you know? Yeah. So that, and then it was just there. And then I just ran back to whatever I was doing. So totally, yeah. It, just sneaking it in the windows of your time mm -hmm. in in your day you know when when you've eaten lunch and um the one kid has gone down for a nap and your other kid can have quiet time that's your time to do your thing you yeah. know yeah totally i i really like that you talk about like putting it into your day because i think that it's not necessarily about the goal it's about who we're being to achieve that goal and first of all our goals have to be like part of that bigger picture if they're going to motivate us like i had a a vision for my bedroom it was like full of clutter it was crazy it was like we had ripped up the carpets it was just gross and i i was like actively decluttering regularly i was like moving stuff around because i was so motivated by where we were going to go with it but if you ask me to go like into the laundry room and declutter i'm like i don't know what this space is like i don't know <laughs> thing. i'll shut the door <laughs> and leave it at that so it is like such a great thing to know specifically where am i going like what do i want to feel what do i want this area of my life to feel like to look like and what do i have to do to be the person that gets there like who do i have to be now to get there in the long run. And I think that just kind of can like break it down. It's a habit. Like what kind of habit do I want to develop? What will get me where I want to go? And make your habits approachable. Like meet yourself where you're at. I always say on my podcast, small things matter. Like the small things matter so much. There's something called compound effect where if you're doing the same thing consistently each day, it actually grows exponentially. And that can be for negative like habits as well, mm. right? So if every day, Brandy, you're like brain dumping your great ideas, like you're brainstorming, at the end of a month, you're gonna have this huge collection of really great nuggets that you've put in there because you developed the habit. I'm gonna stop what I'm doing, I'm gonna put it in my notes and I'm gonna carry on. Like that's such a good habit. So don't wait for like a habit to just magically appear into your lifestyle. You have to make a little bit of room and keep it simple we get so stuck in all or nothing thinking like oh i'm gonna write a book so i have yes. to spend this much time every week like you'll never do it because where are you going to find this magical amount of time in your life but if you can say i want to write a book i'm going to spend every time something comes into my mind and then in the morning like you're reading every morning like that's that's low like low commitment you can include it start as you mean to go along that's like a saying i've always thought since my kids were small start as you mean to go along like what's going to fit into my life as it is where can i stack in some extra habits we hear so much you kind of mentioned earlier about like the the woman's brain because we hear so much about productivity from men white men who may be single or they probably aren't the primary caregiver and they're telling us how to be more productive in all of their life hacks and it's so frustrating i know atomic yeah. habits i was like that's cool for you man yeah good for you, you. Know, man. get up in power <laughs> hour every morning <laughs> obviously like i don't know where he is now i think his name is james or something but and it's a very mm. popular book but honestly yeah. i didn't even get through it i was like i get what you mean i'm already doing this but like that is a very easy you know thing for you 
to do. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in, to do yeah, in a perspective that I could relate to because, yeah. yeah, I was writing my own book at the time and it almost pissed me off. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so I kind mm -hmm. of wrote the book I needed to read almost, or mm -hmm. I did, totally. you know, a yeah. realistic, honest version of like, life like this is this is the like this is the authentic version of you know how life works seeing your everyday ordinary mm -hmm. is extraordinary because that's everyone everyone mm -hmm. has shit that happens in their day like not once did that mention like the crappy part of everyone's like yeah. struggles and we have struggles and we have loss and we have um like challenging lows and we have like i didn't lie like i have mm. extreme lows and i have you know and as women we all know when those are probably gonna come like yeah, so right. yeah. i hate it's it when there's a trip important. look and i look at like my menstrual cycle and i was like i'm gonna be so tired <laughs> on this trip and like i love that you say that yeah all. yeah like i have a spreadsheet too yeah it is especially when you are like okay i'm feeling like i just want to burn everything down and fight with everyone and then you can be like oh in two days i'm gonna get my period like i can just you know hide in the bedroom i warn everyone i warn everyone like just don't yes just 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 know it's not you he's not yeah and like i warn my husband like 10 days all the days i'm like just yeah just so you know yeah. wide radius give me yeah <laughs> yeah I'm so annoyed important. because yeah. that changed and my life. Learning gives me that. leeway. I think communication, you talked mm -hmm. about right off the bat with your partner, communicating. Mm -hmm. And like two days before mine this month, I was like bawling. And he's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. but are you he's sure? He's looking at the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like, you know, you're doing a good job. You're doing great. Yeah. Wasn't this your best year ever? Uh, just like failing. But failing. for two days, Listen, you're like, but, everything yeah, sucks. I'm failing at everything. He's like, this was your best year ever. I'm not yeah. making it happen. Like, yeah, anyway, it's almost comical. Yeah. But uh, it's still sucks. Yeah, like, we're going on a big birthday. It's his 40th. And we're, like, going oh. to a nice hotel. And I'm like, I'm going to be, like, wanting to eat salt and sweets and just like watch Bridgerton <laughs> like, right. I'm not gonna wanna be what we're like yeah, what's the vibe like, yeah yeah I'm not gonna we're like going with 14 other people which we have never done before I'm like oh I'm gonna have to Whoa. really like pull it together yeah yeah I can usually pull it together for like uh, something that's all about me. Like if I'm giving like a talk or like or <laughs> if it's all about where you have to for yourself. It, yeah. Yeah. I hopefully will pull it all together. Okay. Yeah. We have to go because I could talk to you for a really long time. I really yeah. enjoyed this. Yeah. Thank me you too. so much. Yeah. Um, what is your podcast? So everyone can find you there. Cause you have like 17 to like 20 minute advice, little pods, which are great, manageable, yeah. doable in a day. <laughs> yeah it's like by moms for moms yeah it's a uh, yeah. simple on purpose yeah and it's all about like decluttering your home your heart your mind your life just simplify it and show up on purpose that's really kind of like simple on purpose is to simplify and then show up for your life on purpose instead of your life on autopilot
Yeah. yeah. Do you ever bring on guests or no? I don't usually. It's just like it's another thing I would have in. to manage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And edit. I don't edit, by and the way. Right? Nothing will be cut out. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it shouldn't have to feel so like polished and edited. And it's just another hurdle to actually doing the work, right? Yeah, it's a lot of time for me to host guests on the podcast, but there's more mm. positives than anything else. It's like connecting mm. with people that I would have never chatted to. And I think yeah. that's so cool. Um, yeah. Even if it's not like the number one thing I do, you know, it's just like, right. it's, yeah. it's a wonderful, wonderful privilege and tool. Um, mm. And are, is it the same? You're the same on Instagram, simple on purpose. Yeah, dot ca. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone can find Shauna there. And I'm sure you uh people reach out and you you message them and yeah. Yeah, totally. And you have yeah. a service that you offer. So check that out. And thank you so much. And uh we'll chat soon. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I wanted, I was like, I want you on asap and i need this people need it so thank you so much for being so last minute and um oh, yeah. we'll chat soon two yeah, canadian moms great. i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks brandy have a good day eat some meals yeah. uh, okay i will i will yeah <laughs> all right later. okay so you have a good one bye. bye if you're looking for some time for yourself to relax release and unwind Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself. You deserve it.